Welcome to the Premium Finance Show. Interviews and insights from industry professionals, helping you use financed insurance to provide tax-free withdrawals and extended estate protection. The Premium Finance Show is brought to you by your podcast team, where having your own podcast is as easy as being a guest on ours. Find out more at yourpodcast.team. Now here's your host, John McDonough. On this episode of the Premium Finance Show, we have Jamie Petrinovich, fellow managing director for Cool Springs Financial. And Jamie was practically born into the life insurance industry, and he brings a unique perspective on why he's selected Cool Springs Financial as his company to help distribute structured finance designs, what he's seen in the industry, the good, bad, and the ugly, and really what he's most excited about for his clients that is unique to Cool Springs Financial to bring to the industry and help Americans retire with dignity. You're going to enjoy this episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Premium Finance Show. My name is John McDonough, Senior Managing Director with Cool Springs Financial, and I want to welcome to the show Managing Director Jamie Petrinovich, or James Petrinovich, officially. I know him as Jamie with Cool Springs Financial out of well you're not in you're not in Silicon Valley anymore are you you're in Denver now is that right Yep I left San Jose about 7 months ago and now I'm in Denver Colorado <laughs> And how's the weather how's the change in climate for you You know I funny thing is I actually slipped in my driveway twice yesterday so I'm getting used to it still but uh <laughs> in the same day in the same day. Now that's the first time it's happened since I moved, but I had a two for two day. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to ice, I guess. Was it ice that you slipped on? It was. Yeah, couldn't see it. And, you know, luckily it didn't fall, fall too hard and hurt myself. <laughs> you know, my wife went to school in Denver. She wasn't my wife at the time. And I went to visit her. And I think it was May 18th, I think was the day. I don't remember the year, 2001 or two. And it snowed in Denver that day. And then the very next day, it was back up into the 70s. Have you experienced that type of swing yet? Yeah. Denver is infamous for having those swings. The locals say that you can have four seasons in a day here. So I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's what I want to do, Jamie. I really want the listeners of the Premium Finance Show podcast to kind of hear from you as a very successful managing director and really somebody that has been in the business, the financial services business, since you were born. If you wouldn't mind, can you give the listeners your background, your bio, not the long version, but the kind of like the medium version of your bio so they know who they're listening to? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do that. Like you said, I was kind of born into this business. My father has been in it for close to 35 or 40 years, and it's probably 40 years now. And I can remember at a young age helping him put together some marketing kits. And so at a, at a young age, I was in it, not necessarily licensed, but helping my father out and kind of learning under his tutelage. And I can recall being in the car on my way to first grade and listening to <laughs> tapes back then, cassette tapes on the business. And so, you know, I was born and raised in it. And he was more of a distributor of insurance, life insurance products specifically. So I understood how to 
kind of grow and, and run an agency at an early age. And so right after college, I went to Santa Clara University. I had a finance degree there and got into business with my dad. I had my own business kind of under his platform. And so this is now my 21st year uh, in the life insurance industry. And, you know, that's a much different journey than most everyone else. Most everyone stumbles into the financial services industry by accident because we all had designs to do something else. I don't think anybody grows up wanting to be in the financial services business unless your parent, your father, your mother, your a family member, you can see them in that business and kind of gain a fondness for it. Is that kind of what happened to you or did you find yourself kind of settling into the business? You know, it's funny. I was at right after college, I went to Europe and I was teaching English as a foreign language. And I actually... What country were you in? I, I was in Prague in the Czech Republic. And after finishing that program, I was actually there during 9-11 was traveling down to uh, Croatia when I got news that my grandfather had died. So flew back to California as soon as I could to get to the funeral on time. And after that, after things had kind of settled down, it was like, all right, it's time to to get serious and, and find my career. So kind of like you pointed out, people in this business, in this industry, I think they get mostly recruited into it. I don't think they aspire to be life insurance agent, but they get recruited into it. And my father at that point said, well, I've got a meeting in Vegas. So if you want to start your career uh, with me and, and more, then come to Vegas with me. And it sounded like a good option at the time. <laughs> come on, son, let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. <laughs> okay. So then you've seen a lot. I mean, 21 years in the business, you started in the distribution. Can you kind of explain that to the listeners? Because they may not really understand what a distribution uh, company or platform is. Can you kind of explain that to them? Sure. Yeah. So in the industry, the term is IMO uh, or internal marketing organization. So they help. It's kind of like having a large uh, nationwide agency of agents and bring tools and support and know-how to, to provide these agents with the ability to sell, process, and get paid on their life insurance business. So uh, not selling any policies personally. I don't think my dad's ever sold a policy, to be honest, but you know he's helped many other agents sell policies, like literally thousands of agents over his career. So he helped build an organization that hired agents and advisors that would then go out and sell various insurance carrier products and your father's organization would help with cost sharing, marketing expenses, marketing tools, equipment, things like that. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And interestingly enough, for a brief moment in time, he was partners with our good friend and CEO of Cool Springs, Sam Watson. So I have actually known about Sam more more through his reputation and name over the years. And that that's kind of brings things full circle. And we can talk about that later and revisit that. But we can bring that up now. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, this is called the premium finance show. So the listeners either here are attorneys, CPAs, tax advisors, CEOs, CFOs, business owners, prospective clients themselves, agents of those prospective clients, 
you've seen a lot of stuff in this business and I'm assuming you had an exposure to premium finance prior to school to cool springs. Is that a fair statement? It is. It is. So back in 2011, so now over 10 years, I actually had a new agent cold called me and said that, you know, he had an opportunity to work with this high net worth client of his. And so he said, you know, I'm, I've heard of this concept, premium finance. Have you ever done a premium financed policy? And I hadn't at the time, but I said, I, I could certainly help you get it done because I knew of somebody that knew of somebody that had done it before. And, uh, you know, it took about a year to finally get that business closed, but it was a $116 million estate planning death benefit deal and learned so much about it. But, you know, there was things about that process that I didn't enjoy. And I was always kind of searching for, you know, who is the right team to work with and kind of moved around a little bit until I found my home at Cool Springs. And interestingly enough, you know, Sam Watson, there he is, the CEO who's had this sort of Hall of Fame career in the industry and, and trained so many other successful agents. It was, well, if I think back, John, I mean, we've known each other now for nine or 10 years, right? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So if I'm remembering this correctly, we met at an MDRT meeting, our top of the table meeting in San Francisco. And shortly after that, we had, there was a meeting in Phoenix. We're both members um, at the time of the Forum 400. And then- That's right. Uh, I joined uh, a national producer group that you were already a member of and served on the board of. And, you know, our our paths were crossing so many times and we would just kind of talk in between meetings of, you know, what we're doing and help each other out. And you had kind of talked about Cool Springs and and I knew who Sam was through my dad. And that's kind of how it all started, if I remember correctly. No, your recollection is dead on. I mean, we I, I feel like you and I, we started off as friends long before we became business partners and associates. And really, I remember you talking about your distribution channel, your agents that you were working with. And I think I actually remember that case that you were talking about, because at the time when you brought it up, I thought that was a really nice case for you to get done. And it still is to this day. But I also remember you talking about the headaches and frustrations and challenges that you were dealing with on getting a case like that, you know, across the finish line for the client. I mean, there's lots of moving parts. So you have had exposure to various premium finance shops and organizations. So outside of Sam's reputation, and maybe it is just Sam's reputation and his integrity, but why did you ultimately choose Cool Springs as opposed to some of the other potential premium finance aggregators that are out there? Yeah, great question. And and there's really, there's a number of reasons. You said the word integrity, right? Doing the right thing uh, when nobody's looking is our definition for that. And when we started working together, uh, myself and Cool Springs, uh, Sam had said, hey, you know, I'm really excited about this new product. It's going to be just for Cool Springs exclusive. Nobody else gets it. And the thing that, about it that's going to be so great is it's got very low costs inside the policy. We're going to reduce our commissions and spread them out over time. 
And so we kind of like share in the success of the client's policy accumulating over time. And I thought, oh my gosh, what a great and unselfish thing to do, but in helping the clients and, and putting together this lower cost policy, he was really, you know, in a way helping himself and, and us as well, because we were able to do so many more deals. I mean, nobody could compete with us is, is the truth. And as you know, we have a common friend who's a client as well. And if I'm not mistaken, he had an 81% return in his index universal life policy uh, the first year that he was involved in it. And I've been around, you've been around this industry for a while. I have never, ever heard before of a product where the downside risk is zero that can have the upside potential of an 81% return. But that was the power of that product. And that was the integrity of the product design coming from Sam in Cool Springs. And I just thought, wow, what a great thing. But it wasn't just the product. It was the integrity of the design as well and the uniqueness, the, the thoughtfulness that went into some of these designs. And what I mean by that is, you know, there's literally one design for estate planning where the client cannot contribute, cannot even write a check towards the transaction. And I sort of fell in love with that concept from the get-go because having done some large premium finance deals in the past, you know, I had clients that were writing really large seven-figure checks to get those life insurance policies in force. And so to, to have not even the ability to write a check and have their assets be leveraged and work for them on a platform that's been around for a while, time-tested, attorney approved. I mean, wow, that's some incredible uniqueness to the design. So I was extremely infatuated with that. And just, you know, you know me, I I dove right in knowing that. And then another big part of it is the persistency. You know, we, when we started premium finance, we were both younger guys in the industry and wanted to be around for a long time. And one of the ways you're going to be around is, you know, doing the right things for client, but not having any client lawsuits, having good persistency, meaning the policies stay on for, in force for a long period of time or forever until they die. And so unlike other competitors, if you could say that in the industry, Sam and Cool Springs have had a 98% uh, or thereabouts persistency. I, I don't know exactly what the other persistency is in the marketplace, but I've heard Rumors like around 40% by... Yeah, I think uh, it's like 32%. 32%. So when you compare 98 to 32%, I mean, that's... Wow. And, and that, yeah. that impresses clients. It impressed me. And I, I want to do the right thing by clients. And, and having great persistency is a great measure of that, don't you think? I do. And, and for those listeners that may not understand what persistency is what that's talking about is after by all by most measures of the insurance carriers after the 60th month that the policy has been in force how persistent is that business how much of that business is still on the books with that insurance carrier in other words in layman's term has the client canceled the policy in the 61st month or within that period of time and sent the business somewhere else. And when you really peel back that onion as a listener, if you're a, an attorney, CPA, CFO, CEO, business owner, 
what that really means is compensation tends to drive behavior. And we're seeing that across our nation right now, not just in our industry, but in our nation, compensation drives behavior. As an example, if you pay more people to stay at home and not work, they're not going to be motivated to get up and go get a job, right? And as soon as you cut that type of payment stream off, they're going to get up and go get a job. Now, in the insurance world, compensation drives behavior. In most situations in the insurance world, and most agents probably won't like us talking about this, Jamie, but I'm always very candid with our clients and transparent with our clients. I don't really care whether the other agents like us or not. They have, the agent typically has a 12 month to 60 month chargeback period or clawback period of the commissions that they earned. And you brought up a point, Jamie, that the other that people may not be aware of, but Cool Spring spreads their commissions out over as long a period of time as what the carrier will allow. Most transactions in this industry are done where the insurance agent gets a huge commission all up front one time. But they have this window of, of vulnerability where if the client decided to surrender and walk away, they would be charged back some of their commissions. However, when that window closes, the agent does not get charged back any of their commissions and thus the client can be persuaded, convinced, coerced, whatever the word, bad word is, to then enter into a new plan with a new carrier and the agent makes money all over again. That's what persistency means. So when as Cool Springs, you know, because of Sam and his reputation and, and the integrity that runs throughout, when you have a 95% plus rating of persistency across all the carriers. That means 95% of our business is still on the books. We didn't touch it and it's there today. That's what that means. I got very long winded there, but I wanted people, I hadn't really spent any time in any of the previous episodes going through what persistency means for people. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that up. My pleasure. You know, persistency is a sticky client and a sticky client is a happy client. And Cool Springs has been in business in the premium finance industry for, you know, starting on their 23rd year now. So 22 years of history navigating all sorts of, you know, markets, you know, 2008 and 9 credit debacle market and more recently, you know, COVID and, and, and all that stuff going on. But yeah, the persistency is a big thing and having completed over 3000 transactions and over nine billion in total transactions. Having, that's, that's first year premium, not total premium. That's just first year premium. That That's just first year. Yeah. Thank you for clarifying. So having that, those statistics or data measurements is a really important thing. You know, if your heart's in it for doing the right thing for clients. So, and, you know, and also not to mention not having any lawsuits from those clients as well. I mean, that means they're clearly doing the right thing. And, and so now putting together those proprietary products was just, you know, the cherry on top of it all. So uh, having stuff that other agents just don't have access to that's outperformed everything else that I've ever seen means, you know, you're going to have a happy client later on down uh, the road. And uh, that it's truly so important for me. I know it's important to you and Sam as well. So I take great pride in that. So we kind of skipped over this at the beginning. I want to come back to it. You moved from 
Silicon Valley to Denver. Did you move by yourself or you, you, your wife and kids? How do they feel about the move? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we moved here in June. And, you know, during COVID 2020, I was uh, just kind of stir crazy in my house when our house became like others did a gym, a school, the office, you know, a dance studio in our case. So, yeah, I uh, said, you know, why don't we look at some other places to move to my wife? And she, her and I literally put a list of cities together. And, uh, you know, this one was too far. This one was too humid or, you know, you know, not exciting enough or not a good airport, whatever the list had. But we visited in Denver with our kids and actually my mother-in-law too, October 2020, had a great trip, met, met up with a lot of close friends back in college and high school days that live here. And, and so we decided in early 2021 to get serious about looking at houses and closed on our house in, in May of 2021. So I've got two kids. My daughter is in sixth grade. Uh, she is a great dancer, been doing it since she's two years old. And my son is a, a little athlete and uh, love that because I was always into sports uh, growing up and still love participating in, you know, whatever athletic activities and you know my hobbies, right? Because we've golfed together. So I love the outdoors. <laughs> of course, John always gets me for all the listeners out there that are into golf. You know, truth be told, John always beats me. As I saw on a slogan once, John, you'll appreciate this. I'm one of the most okayest golfers. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'm not even okay. It's really <laughs> If you played more... You know, this is the the age old adage, right? You hear with golf. If you played more, you'd be better. You just don't play enough golf because your interests are in many different areas. Unfortunately, I'm very narrow in my focus of what I want to do when I'm not, you know, in business or with my family. And that's golf, right? But yeah. I mean, you live in Denver. Now you can go up a mountain, you can hike, you can go fly fishing, you can do a bunch of different things we're not able to do over here. Sure. And, you know, I do love to hike and snowboard. And so there's plenty of trips planned for that in the next com couple months here. So excited about that. But uh, yeah, I've been married for coming up on our 15th year anniversary. So Congrats. that's going good. Thank you. Thank you. And I know you're happily married with a beautiful family of your own as well. So it's yeah, nice absolutely. Yeah, this year will be 18 years for us. So it's a blessing really from, from God. It really is. But let's get back to business real quick. So you are, you, in essence, did your due diligence. You found Cool Springs to be a good fit for you. You obviously have admiration for Sam and the integrity that he's woven throughout the organization. Talk to me about your clients and the types of premium finance solutions you're providing your clients. What does that look like? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in California, we had a bunch of real estate clients and successful people that are in tech, whether they sold business in tech, or maybe they were an employee at a company early on that went public and did very well. And maybe they had a large liquidity event. So we've done all sorts of coverage, you know, I would say kind of started in the estate space, you know, with hoteliers and, and farmers and people that owned apartment buildings and then there's the business owners that have had liquidity events, or maybe they haven't sold their company, but they have a successful company where the revenues are high and, and many employees. And 
you know, there's always challenges with that. You know, do they have partners? Do they need a buy-sell agreement that's funded with life insurance? And what's the most economical way to fund that buy-sell policy? Do they need key person coverage to cover their CFO or COO or many of the other integral employees that they have? And then, you know, what about income replacement? If you have an attorney that's making, you know, a million and a half, two million a year, and they're 45 years old, you know, what, what would happen to the family if he were to pass away to support that lifestyle, put the kids through college, you know, fund retirement for the Mrs. or Mr., you know? And so there's all sorts of deals that we've done for all sorts of different coverages. I named a few. But really, I think most of the people that I come across that are successful, they don't think they need the amount of insurance that they actually need or would qualify for. There's a word that we use called capacity. And, you know, a person that I mentioned at 45 making 2 million a year probably has a, a 40 to $60 million insurance capacity. But a lot of times I find out they only have a term policy for like a million dollars, right, John? And that's, that's not going right. to nearly as much as what they need. So, and why do they have that term policy? I think it's because of that gap of what they think that they can afford and what they actually need. And so when we introduce the financing aspect to it, it does make it more affordable because these clients, they want their assets that they've already put into savings. They want them working for them, you know, in their brokerage accounts, in their real estate investments, or going back into their business where they usually get their best and highest uh, returns from what I've always seen. And so it some of it is mindset driven, you know, looking in life insurance as an asset, you know, and some people don't, they might look at it as a liability because they have to pay for it. But when we introduce finance and I think about it for a second, right? You, what do you, what else do you buy with leverage uh, in financing? You buy your home. Some people buy businesses, you buy your cars with debt. And so if it's good debt, why not buy the life insurance with it too? If the structure makes sense, if the client's young enough, healthy enough so that they can get the type of coverage that they really do need, but at that lower amount. And, and, and also just to go one step further on that, you know, if they've already had these assets that are sitting there and accumulating in a wealth management account per se, let's say, then you know, they're probably not going to use that anyway anytime soon. It's just there to grow maybe when they need it for retirement and, and to build up their net worth. So to be able to leverage current assets that they're not using to create the, these giant benefits. And I'm not just talking about death benefit, as you know. I mean, most of the plans that we work with nowadays are also to create um, giant tax-free income streams in retirement, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because the the financing, the loan is financing the purchase of an asset. And that asset, in addition to the death benefit, is the cash value. And so you're buying an appreciating asset in theory. You're financing the purchase of an appreciating asset, which goes more in line to your home purchase, your business purchase. And I understand what you're talking about, purchase of automobiles, but that's a depreciating asset. So like you said, this is good debt. That's right. That's right. And that's a good point too. Yeah. So a couple other things. Let me ask you real quick. So what 
Jamie, keeps you up at night with respect to our industry? Well, the biggest thing that keeps me up at night, I thought a lot about this actually over the years, is is making sure that the message is being properly communicated. Because as you know, I have my own retail direct clients um, that I service, but I, I work with an agency around the country. And, and so I want to make sure that the messaging is correct. And, you know, some of these agents are getting misinformation from other, as you put it, aggregators in the premium finance industry. And these other aggregators don't have the persistency or the product availability that we have at CoolSpring. So, you know, it's super important to me that these agents are well-trained and that the centers of influence that are bringing them business really understand what we have available because if misinformed, they're going to miscommunicate to clients and that's where problems are created. So staying actively involved in, in training. And as you know, I've got this you know unquenchable thirst uh, for knowledge in this business. And one of the things I truly love about it is you can never stop learning. <laughs> We've been in it for a long time, it seems like, but we're always learning and coming up with new ideas and new ways to innovate. And so I love to share those strategies with other agents, not only my own clients, but uh, to help them with their clients. And so that's what keeps me up at night, just making sure that people know what they're talking about. And, And look, you don't get that wisdom without experience. And so, you know, Sam bringing his experience and wisdom uh, imparting it on us and then us, you know, spreading the, the gospel of premium finance done right to our agents and, and other people that we work with. How important is that? Well, our goal, as you know, Jamie, and our listeners have heard this before if they've listened to other episodes, but our mission at Cool Springs is to help every working American retire with dignity. And that's our mission. Every day we get up, we think about it. We are working hard to get all of the components involved in our design from the lending side to the carrier um, insurance company side to share in that vision together. Unfortunately, today, they don't necessarily share in that vision as we see it. But in the interim, we're going to be able to help as many people along the way. And when we can get to every working American, we're going to figure out a way to do that. So. Let me leave you this with this one last question, Jamie. What are you most excited about moving forward? Well, I'm most excited about, I think, where the biggest areas of growth uh, are going to be around the executive bonus designs that we're putting forward to help businesses retain, reward, and retire their, their best, most important employees and do it with dignity, like you said. But part of dignity also means tax-free. I had to look it up, so I went on to usdebtclock.org, uh, which has a running tally of what the nation's total debt is currently, and it was a little over $29.8 trillion. I can recall in 2010, before I was doing premium finance, doing Roth conversion seminars and bringing strategies, because we knew at the time there was a demographic problem with the baby boomers retiring and you know needing to have Medicare, Medicaid, and Social Security and all those government benefits, 
we knew that there is likely to be a tax problem down the road with increasing taxes, but we never knew that we're going to have a global pandemic and government spending on COVID. So tying back to that, you know, if you ask 100 people in a room, do you think taxes are going to be lower, the same or higher in the future? I think you're going to find that 99% of the people, 99 people out of 100 are going to tell you that taxes are going to be higher in the future. So retiring with dignity, I think, is going to be retiring tax-free. Otherwise, you're just kind of subject to whatever the tax rates are in the future. So tying that back to what I'm most excited about is creating tax-free, golden handcuff-type plans, which is something so unique in our industry. Our competitors really haven't figured it out. But to help these business owners retain and retire with dignity on a tax-free basis with little out-of-pocket and and little collateral, I think that is truly going to be something that the market is going to love in 2022 and beyond. As you know, there's this term being thrown around right now called the great resignation. Employers are having tougher than I've ever seen times retaining their most important employees. And, you know, they're paying staffing firms, a lot of money to help them find and replace these employees and the bonuses that they're giving them have never been bigger. The amount of money that they have to give them has never been bigger. So having a plan in place to retain that talent, I'm excited to bring that to the businesses. And we have a strategy that, that nobody else has, quite frankly, and it's going to be very special for those business owners. Jamie, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it. I will see you at the next managing directors meeting that we have. And congratulations to your clients for having you as their advisor. They're in great great hands with you. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. All right, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we have it. Another great episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes at premiumfinanceshow.com. And you can find out more about all the ways we can help you at coolspringsfinancial.com. That's it for this episode. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next time.